We'll see things out of the Word of God that we will put into operation in our life. We hear it with one intention, to making it the, our final answer, our only answer. And then, Father, we ask you to minister this to us. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, and said it again. Amen. You can be seated. Turn with me, if you will, to Colossians, the first chapter. Ephesians, Philippians, then Colossians. Colossians, the first chapter. Hallelujah. Now, we're going to talk about the kingdom of God again this morning. Now, if you want the Word of God to work for you, if you'd like to be prosperous, if you'd like to be in health, if you'd like to have righteousness, peace, and joy, then there's just one way to get it, and that's get it into the kingdom of God. Now, if you don't believe that, you'll hunt you something else. You'll try to find something else that'll make you happy, like getting drunk. And I suggest if you don't sell out to the kingdom of God, you need to get drunk. Amen. Whether you like it or not, if you don't understand what I'm preaching about the kingdom of God, you'll always be hunting something else and you won't be satisfied with what God's got. See, God is offering you the greatest deal that Almighty God can possibly make. He couldn't make you a better deal. Now, if you think getting drunk and laying out all night and smoking dope, amen, and trying to get you some money, trying to get, if you think that's a better deal than what God's operating, it won't be long and you'll get tired of the Word of God and you'll hit the road. You won't be here. See, if you don't think this is the greatest thing that could possibly, there is not, see, God said, it is his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Now, he wants you to give it to you now. Someone said, that's when you get to heaven. No, he said, I want my will to be done down there on earth as it is in heaven. Well, what do you mean? In the same degree, the same way. If you, you won't be any more saved when you get to heaven than you are right now. Do you know that? Well, when I get to heaven in the sweet by and by, now right now, in the middle of everything, every hardship, everything, right here in this earth, you can have joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. You know, I don't come to every morning. I wake up and I'm happy. I wake up happy. I wake up going 100 miles an hour. How come? Because I got something, I, I, man, I believe is the greatest thing that God himself could give. That's the kingdom of the living God. Hallelujah. Now, this morning I want to talk to you about your union with God. Praise God. Praise God. See, Jesus said, when you find the pearl of great price, you'll sell everything you got and buy this. He said, that's the way the kingdom works. Someone said, well, he's talking about Jesus. He's the pearl of great price. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. You can't buy and sell Jesus. You understand that? You can't do that. He's talking about the kingdom of God. You got to figure out this is the greatest thing. I, 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 I mean, I sold out to it. This is it. Praise God. Praise God. I ain't looking for anything else. I'm seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. 
I'm seeking to learn more about God's system of truth. Amen. Amen. I got some sermons I preached back in the 70s. God's system of truth. God's system of truth. I made some notebooks on Pauline Revelation, and one of them is God's system of truth. We made it up in the 70s. This ain't the first time I've ever preached any of this. First time I ever preached any of this stuff was back in 1978. So this ain't, this ain't something new to me. Amen. Praise God. But you got to sell out to it if you want it to work. You got to seek for it. You can't just say, well, I, I, I'm going to go to church Sunday, you know, because I'm supposed to. Well, I'm obligated to. You'd be better off to set the house and watch I Love Lucy. I'm serious with you. This ain't no once a week deal. You've got to sell out to this thing and find out about it and learn about it. Praise God. Learn how God works things. You know, most everybody operates just like the world operates. Do you know that? They get saved. Most Christians, you can't tell, tell them from a heathen. So you, you have to ask them, are they a Christian? Are you listening to them? You have to ask them, how come? Because they don't display anything uh, uh, that looks like God. See, God Himself lives on the inside of you. Colossians 1.12, praise God, giving thanks unto the Father which hath, hath what? Made us able, meet, to be partakers of what? The inheritance of the saints in light. One translation said, in the realm of light. See, when you got born again, God put you in the kingdom right then. You must be born into this kingdom to be a citizen of the kingdom of God. But that's what the new birth is. That's what getting saved means. Translators New Testament said, in the realm of light. I like Fenton's translation. Said, into the partnership of God. How many know you in the partnership with God? Romans 8, 17, he said, to as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. They are the sons of God. For they're heirs of God and equal heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know if Jesus Christ had it, you have it. See, that's giving you the kingdom. Well, I, I, I don't have nothing. I'm down and out. I'm broke. I, 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 my family, I don't have a family. I, I, I can't, can't seem to get out of the same hole, the same rut that I'm in. Well, then you're going to have to change from operating in that system that the world has to finding out what the system of God is. God's got a system and, and the world's got a system. Most Christians, I'd say less than 2% of the Christian world operates out of the kingdom of God or the system of God. You say they saved? Yeah, they as saved as you are. They going to heaven? Yeah, they going to heaven. But they ain't getting nothing heaven's benefits. They're struggling, fighting, trying to make ends meet, living from paycheck to paycheck. Don't know any better. Don't know any better. And then on the other side of it, a, a lot of preachers teach you ain't supposed to have nothing in this world. See? 
Now, God wants his will done on earth as it is in heaven. That means in the same degree, the same way. Now, if God has it, you have it. But it won't do you no good if you don't find out how the system works, how to get it. Praise God. One translation said, Giving thanks unto the Father who has made us able to live in the kingdom of might. Do you know you're in the kingdom of might? Well, it don't seem like it to me, brother son. It's like you having a million dollars in the bank up here and don't know how to get it out. How many of you know God's done give you the kingdom? He said, it was my good pleasure to give you this kingdom. I mean, what is this kingdom? It's not just meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy and love, and grace. You can wake up happy. Hallelujah. Well, I was raised on the wrong side of the track. I don't care where you was raised. You're now in the kingdom of Almighty God if you're born again. You got kingdom rights. You're a citizen of heaven itself. Praise God. Hallelujah. 13th verse. Who hath. Say out loud, hath. Say it loud. That's past tense delivered us from the power of darkness and hath, not going to, not when we get to heaven, but now, hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. One translation said into the realm. Cotton Pat said into the new world. Another translation, I like good news Bible. Listen to this. He has translated us and brought us safe into the kingdom of God. How many of you know you're safe? It don't look like I am. Man, it looks like I'm going to lose my car. Man, it looks like I'm going to, you know, I've had symptoms. Uh, you know, daddy had cancer. Mama had cancer. And granddad, looks like I'll get that. Well, I ain't. I changed daddies. Huh? Well, didn't your daddy have diabetes? Yeah, his daddy had it. But I changed daddies. I've been refathered from above. I have got kingdom rights. You know, even like she wrote a while ago, uh, read that about Psalms, said, if you'll give the poor, God will heal you on your sickbed. I mean, that's Old Testament. That's Old Testament. That's in the Old Covenant. We got a better covenant established on what? Better promises. How come? Because he ain't God going to do anything in, in, in the new covenant. He's already passed in, finished the work. It's finished. He hath, he hath given you all things pertaining to life and godless. Already yours. Well, how come, if he give them to me, how come I ain't got them? Because you don't know how to operate the system. You don't even know nothing about the system. All you know, you're going to go to heaven when you die. Put everything off to when you die. That's why most folks don't want to get saved. They think all Christianity is, is getting something when you die. Well, thank God for when you die, deal. Thank God we got citizenship in heaven. But what about now? What about now? Praise God. God's got benefits now. Jesus said, I, I, I descended from heaven, and he said, that ain't all. I'm walking around living out of heaven as a man. As a man, Jesus gave you an example how to live out of heaven. What do you mean? Blind man see. Hungry man eat. 
feed 5,000 with a little handful of lunch. Two fifty. Well, as Jesus, he is the Son of God. He laid all his deity aside. Came to this earth as a man. He had to learn this. He said how Jesus grew in wisdom, knowledge, and favor with God and man. Uh, God don't have to grow. Said he learned obedience. Our God don't have to learn nothing. He knows it all. Jesus laid his deity aside and found the place in the Bible. He said he found the place where it's written, the Spirit of the Lord's on it. He started preaching the Spirit of the Lord's on it. You got to find yourself. You say, what's the system of God? Right there, the New Testament. The New Testament and, and what God said. God's not going to tell you how to do anything different than the Word of God. If Jesus stood right here, right now, and he said, now listen to me, I'm going to tell you something. I said, well, just a minute, I can find that in the Word of God. How come? Because God and His Word's one. You've got to know the integrity of God's Word. That God tells the truth. That He said, he, if He said it, bless God, He said, my thinking ain't like your thinking, and my ways ain't like it, but they can be. If you get in line with God's Word and get your thinking like God thinks instead of some stinking thinking, some old religious junk. Huh? A bunch of do's and don'ts. You can't smoke, you can't dip, you can't. You know why God don't? God ain't said nothing in the Bible about cigarettes. How come he don't want you smoking cigarettes then? Who said that? Huh? Is it a sin to smoke? Well, no, it ain't no sin to smoke. But God don't want you smoking because it ain't good for you. He's got a better way. Man, when I got saved, I, I smoked, ain't no telling how many a day. Sometimes I'd smoke a carton a day and run out. Bless God, three days after, after I got saved, I could breathe. That's why God don't want you to smoke. That's why he don't want you to stay drunk, act like an idiot. Can you say amen? amen. You know, oh, that's a big sin. Jesus made wine. They called him a wine bibber. You know why? He drank wine. Did he get drunk? No, I don't believe he did. Paul said, don't get drunk wherein is excess. He said, but get drunk on the Holy Ghost. How many of you ever been drunk on the Holy Ghost? You don't have no hangover with it. You ain't got to wake up and go around to everybody you mistreated while you was drunk and apologize. How come? See, then we got a better system. We got a kingdom we can live out of where righteousness, peace, and joy all the time, folks. Praise God, hallelujah. Said he's translated you out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom, into the kingdom. Goodspeed said, into the realm. Cotton Patch said, into the world. Good news said, you're brought, he has brought us safe into the kingdom of Almighty God. How many of you know you're safe? Do you know he'll keep you from all harm? You trust him, he'll keep you in hell. He said he wants your sanctified spirit, soul, and your physical body. Your body is the temple of the living God. He don't want cancer in it. He don't want diabetes. He don't want you dying with a heart trouble. 
Amen? Amen. He wants you waking up happy, thinking I am in union with Almighty God. He is the vine, I am the branch. Amen. I am the temple of the living God. So the kingdom of God, when you get born again, listen close to me now. When you get saved, born again, you're brought into the kingdom of God legally, 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 everything that God has is yours. Everything, it's good pleasure to give you everything I got. Everything. Could you ask for a better deal? You couldn't figure up anything bigger than this. You couldn't figure up something better than this. Yeah, but brother, so, you know, I've been on this way all my life. Well, you probably still going to be in it. But I'm willing to change. I'm willing to find out about what God said. See, legally, everything God has is yours. But there's another side of it called vitally. Like your vital organs. See, you can't live out of the kingdom without having some vitally. You can legally, it's mine, and all you know is it's legally yours, and all you'll do is have information. But when you hear this word of God with the intentions of acting on it, that'll make it vital. When you hear the word of God without, with intentions of putting it into practice, making it your final answer. I ain't looking for another answer. If he said, by his stripes I'm healed, then I'm healed. You know how you feel. I ain't got nothing to do with how, the word of God. My feelings don't change God. My feelings don't change. See, he said that stuff you looking at and feeling of, said that's temporal. But this stuff I got, he said, is eternal. It don't ever change. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He don't ever change. Praise God. If he ever done it for one person, he's obligated to do it to every person. So say, when's he going to do it? He's done, done it. It's finished. When Jesus raised from the dead, everything is finished. It's over. God don't have to do anything else to get you the kingdom, put you in the kingdom, give you all the blessings that heaven itself enjoys. He don't have to do nothing else. You got 10 million zillion dollars in the bank and don't know it. Well, I wish I knew it. Well, how are you going to find it out? Well, I don't know, Brother Sullivan. You, you don't think I'm going to teach you three times a week and you're going to get a hold of that? How, what if you just eat about three times a week? Some of you look like humans. Amen? Instead of a little round John Virgin. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Well, you got everything God's got. Well, I know it, but I know that sounds good. That's legally yours. Well, how am I going to experience this? I'm going to have to learn to act in faith. My faith, I get into all these blessings by the door of faith. I open the door of my faith, and I walk into the grace of Almighty God. I get it by grace. He said that it is by grace, said it's by faith, that it might be by grace. He See, Faith is my hold on God. But God's got a bigger hold. It's called grace. And when I grab God, bless God, He grabs me. He's got a bigger hold on me than I have on Him. 
Amen. I got it in God's system. His realm. So he's brought us safe into the kingdom of God. Brought us safe. I like that. Good news, Bible. Thank you, it's a Catholic translation. Someone said, oh my God, soul done went reading after the Catholic. No, I'm reading after their translation. Any of them I have found is better than the King James. Amen. So, how am I going to get into this? I'm going to have to learn faith and just stop. You know what faith is? Just trusting God that he's not a liar. Trusting God that... See, most Christians operate right... If they get sick, what do they do? They go to the emergency room, just like a heathen. They depend on some kind of remedy, just like a heathen. They go to the medicine cabinet, just like a heathen. You can't tell them from a heathen. If they, if they get down and out, what do they do? They ain't got nothing. Well, let's see if we can hawk this down at the hawk shop. Let's see if I can buy, maybe, maybe we can go over at Granny's and get something off. You know, Granny's a good woman. She loves me. Man, maybe I can get her, I can tap her for another little loan. I don't owe her but 10000 Praise God. She's on a welfare check. See, and I'm, st- I'm still trying to work this. See, that's the world system. I don't have to work in our world system. My God meets my every need. Amen. Need a roof on this church. All the back end done curled up. Well, what'd you do? I believe God. Well, what if it didn't come? It'll go to leaking. Well, I don't operate in what ifs. I operate by God. He said, all things is possible to who? That him that believes. Believes I got the kingdom. Ain't no leaky roofs in heaven. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you right now, God's got you the best deal. God Almighty, the creator of the universe said, look, I'm giving you the best shot in the world. It's the best thing on Mars. It's the best thing on Jupiter. It's the best thing on the moon. It's the best thing. The whole universe couldn't offer you better than I'm offering you. Yeah, I've been going to church, Brother Stone, you know, for 28 years. Said, you know, I've been in the way. Yeah, right in the way of everybody trying to see a Christian showing up. Kind of like a fellow told me one time, said, I've been in this way 40 years. I told him, yeah, right in the way of ever heathen to come into the work of God. He said, well, said, I'll tell you what, he is blind. He done went blind. And he said, uh, if God heals me, I'm going all over the world and tell folks that God healed me. I said, you are? Well, don't you, don't you make no reservations on no plane because you ain't going nowhere. He went to crying. Old man, 70-something years old, went to crying. Said, well, what do you know? What have I done wrong? See, that's the way the world thinks. Well, God ain't going to heal me. I live bad. God ain't going to heal me. I seen God heal a wino one time with a broke back. What did he do? He kept drinking. Well, you didn't tell him better than that? No, I sure didn't. If God can't tell him, I sure ain't. Well, you don't care if folks drink? I could care less. Drinking ain't people's problem. The problems they need to get into the kingdom and learn God's system. They learn God's system. That's the, see, kind of like a fellow asked me, he said, well, Brother Sohn, you, you don't ever, you don't ever uh, 
take a drink or nothing or want a drink? I said, man, I drank all I want to. Said, you do? He read John Church. Man, hallelujah. Let me get in that one, man. I don't get me about a fifth for communion, you know. I said, yeah, I drank all I want to. I just don't want to. I found something better. I found something better than a hangover. I found something better than looking out the shade to see if the police is coming. Do you understand what I'm saying? Man, I, I used to eat enough goofballs. Bless God, I'd get down to half a suitcase full. I'd think I was out. I spill more whiskey on my tie than most folks ever drank. I know what it is. I exhausted the subject of sin. I've been there and seen it and had 10 of them. But I done found the pearl of great price. I done found something better than that. I like to wake up and know I'm in the world. I woke up and didn't even know what town I was in. Are you listening to me? I got something better. The kingdom of God. I am in union with Almighty God. He's the vine, I am the branch. Do you know God lives in me? When I walk, God walks. He said, I'll dwell in them and I'll walk in them and I'll be their God and they'll be my people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If any man be in Christ, how many of you know you're in a safe place? No, you don't. Some of you be tithing if you believe that. Some of you be giving if you believe that. No, you don't believe it. You believe it, you'll give. You believe it, you'll tithe. You believe it, you'll act on God's word. Hallelujah. I don't know how much money I personally sent out last week. Personally, me. Not to church, me. How come? Because I believe Jesus. He said it's better to give than it is to receive. You'd rather be giving somebody something or be on the end of the welfare line. See, you know, the world system, oh, if I could get me a check. Man, if I get me one of them crazy checks, man, hallelujah. Wouldn't I be something? Man, I wouldn't have to pay. I could get my rent paid. I could get this. See, the world thinks a different way. They got a crazy thinking. They think something different. They got a world system out there that's set up by hell to keep you down. You know what them welfare checks is for? To keep black folks from getting ever mounting anything. Oh, if I had one, I'd do. Yeah, if you had one, you'd get in the habit of depending on that and never try to rise or get anything better. I know some of you ain't like this, but it's true anyway. Praise God. Praise God. Turn with me to the third chapter of Colossians. Third chapter. Hallelujah. Third chapter in the first verse. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. <coughs> are you seeking the kingdom of God? you seeking what Jesus has already given? Do you know you're in union with God? Whatever's in Jesus Christ is in you. God made you out of the Christ. Hallelujah. Second verse, set your affections, 
Set your love on things above, not on things on the earth, not the earthly way. Earth loves money, loves things. Jesus said, take care of my business. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And said, them things them heathens seek after, I'll just add them to you. I'll just give you a house. I'll just give you a car. I'll just give you money. Well, he ain't been giving me none. Well, I wouldn't tell nobody because he said if you seek the king God, he'd do it, and I'd rather believe him than I had you. Are you listening to me? See, look what faith that'll give you. When you understand what's already yours, that the kingdom, what's it have? It's got righteousness. It's got right standing with God. You can live right with God and live right with your fellow man. You can love them folks that treat you wrong. How can I do that? Know how much God loves me? Unconditionally? Yeah, but I ain't gonna... If I show them love, they'll take advantage. Let them take advantage. You, you be taking advantage of God. I'm a, Romans 5, 5 says, the love of God shed abroad in my heart. Not my kind of love, the love of God. I can love the unlovely. Amen. There's a preacher here in town. He used to talk about me all the time. He'd stand up in the pulpit when I first started preaching. Said, well, he can't be a preacher. He can't do this. You don't know what he acted like before he got saved, before he come to the Lord. I, he, he don't belong to our group. I, he sure can't be saved. You know, a lot of folks think if you don't belong to their group, you ain't nothing. And them's them folks that I call a, a full-blood restored idiot. You can get papers on them. They got papers on them folks. Amen. They get them out of the mental institution. Amen. This fellow preached about me all the time. Get up in the pulpit and t- preach about me. Every time I'd see him, I'd holler at him. See, I done found out the love of God. What'll happen to love of God? Love don't ever lose. It don't ever fail. It don't ever fail. Every time I see him, I'd holler at him. Sometimes I'd, I'd see him and he'd just stiffen up. I'd, big old fellow, way tall. I'd just walk up and hug his neck. He just stiffened up. He just hated it. I kept showing him the love of God. Kept showing him the love of God. Kept showing him the love of God. One day I was walking in Kmart, and I seen him getting out of a car. He said, hey, Brother Sutherland. He wouldn't even call me a brother. I didn't belong to his kind of denomination. Well, we got the only truth. How you been baptized? How you there? Telling all that kind of junk. Amen. Hallelujah. Last time I seen him, he's waving at me. He left this town. He got up and preached out of the pulpit. What a nice fellow I was. He said, he's, you know, he's the only one I know outside our group that's really saved. Now, y'all may laugh about that. That's pretty good. Considered me saved. So, he said, seek those things which are above. Now, the third verse, Colossians 3, 3. For you're dead... And your life, where's your life? It's hid with Christ in God. Where am I at? I'm hooked up to God. I'm in God. I am in a safe place. Hallelujah. I am in a safe place. Where are you at? I'm in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ain't no failure in God. Ain't no sadness in God. 
What's in God? Righteousness, peace, and joy, grace, love. Grace means the unconditional love of Almighty God with no strings attached. He ain't even got a string. Well, now, if you be good, you've heard folks say, now, if you be good and you do this, do this, I'm going to leave you an inheritance. I'm going to live just bless God. Hallelujah. The best I can. If I miss it, it don't even bother God. You know he sees you perfect. He sees you perfect. He don't see you when you fail. That don't bother God. Sin does not bother God. You mean, it don't? No, it bothers preachers. If they didn't have sin in that demon of alcohol, adultery or something like that, I went to a revival one day. He kept asking me, would you come to this? Come, We're going to have a revival. Man, hallelujah. I went down there. Louisiana, little town, I, I'd got the piano player. She, name is Norma McKinney. She had diabetes. I got her healed of, of diabetes. She is a piano player in this Baptist church. Anyway, she kept wanting me to come, wanting me to come. And I got there. You know what the preacher preached on? The revivalist, evangelist, preached on adultery. Adultery. How someone, a preacher in that church, uh, uh, had run off with uh, someone's Sunday school teacher. I thought, mess God, I guess he just done it and left, you know. I said, when, after his old, I said, when did he do that? Oh, that was about 10 or 12 years ago. Still preaching on it. Didn't have nothing to preach. Amen. God ain't worried about adultery or nothing else. He believes the blood of Jesus has handled your sin. Well, what if I fail? I confess it and head on. I don't hang around it. I ain't answered. Paul said, I forget those things which are behind and press on towards the mark for the high calling of God, the pride. What's the pride? Living out of heaven. If you ever understand what I'm talking about, God's offered you the best deal he can make. God couldn't make a better deal. Here it is. Learn my system. This is the way I operate. Well, they've done mistreated me and I've took all I'm going to take. No, love of God, don't they? Take no account of wrong. No suffered wrong. Well, I ain't going to put up with him. I've had all I want out of him. Yeah, that's because you ain't walking in the love of God. Someone said, that's kind of hard. No, that's kind of easy. It's the easiest life I ever lived. I ain't struggling trying to get in it. I'm already in it. I'm not trying to love people. Bless God. I'm just acting on what God's got on the inside of me. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Living Bible translates that third verse. It said, you should have as little desire for this world as a dead person does. Your real life is in heaven with God. That's your real life. Heaven's realities. See, there is two systems. 2 Corinthians 4.4 said, Satan is the God of this world. The word world there is cosmos, meaning this world system. God has a system and the devil has a system. The world here goes by what they've been taught, what they've learned, what they can figure up in their head. But God said, I have got something in the kingdom of God. They are realities. This reality made that world you're looking at. I'm offering you the best thing you can have. Live out of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
We're in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. Now, safe in God. See, your decisions determine which kingdom you're going to operate out of. That's up to you. It ain't up to God. He's done done everything he's going to do. He ain't going to do nothing else. He don't have to. It's finished. It's already there. He's offered you the best deal. Hallelujah. The kingdom that you act on is the blessing you get. If you act on the world system. See, hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a system out there and the world's fighting to climb the ladder and get on top, get out of poverty, get out of uh, sickness, get out of failure, get out of all this. They're trying to do it any kind of way out there by their own works. But God said, not by the works of righteousness have you done, but by my own righteousness I've placed you in the kingdom. Do you know this day you are as righteous as Almighty God? I said, well, that's, a, well, that's blasphemy. I've had preachers tell me, oh, well, I wouldn't dare say that. I said, I know you wouldn't. That's why you're in the shape you're in. God's made you righteous. There ain't nothing you've done. It's God's will. God accepted responsibility for the fall of man and the sin, and he put the sin of the world on Jesus Christ. Jesus said it's finished. Amen? who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness. See, God wants you to live righteous. How come? Because it's a better way to live than staying drunk. It's a better way to live than prostituting yourself out. It's a better way to live than just take up with somebody. He got a better way of doing things. He's got the best goal. He knows what'll make you happy. He's got something, righteousness, peace and joy. He'll make you happy. I prayed with him, Guatemala, put this roof on. I prayed with one. He'd been talking to me about his wife and family, wife and family and wife and family. I prayed with him to get saved. He went to crying. First thing he told me, he said, you know I ain't even married to that woman. Well, that's all right, you can be. Oh, when I get back, I'm going to marry I found me two or three words. A couple of them could speak Spanish. I got me two or three Spanish words. I knew what Jesus Christos was, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Prayed with them. them. Them folks get saved. Praise God. Hallelujah. One of them wouldn't turn me loose. He just held on, held on to me. Praise God. Ain't nothing like saying someone get into the kingdom of Almighty God. But it's something else. God didn't say go teach them nothing. He said go make a disciple. You know what someone that gets teaching does? They just learn something up here. When you make a disciple, you are someone hearing the word of God with the intentions of following your master. You ain't intending to do nothing else. Can you say amen? I'm doing way pre better preaching than y'all amen in this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there is two systems. Which one do you trust in? Huh? Most people get sick, they go to some doctor. That's all they know. They don't know any different. Well, God... God will meet you at the doctor's office. I ain't never read that. 
What well, I want to go down to the doctor's office when I got the great physician. See, when you trust God, what do you trust? What do you trust? Huh? See, faith is just trusting God. Faith's believing He told the truth. Faith's believing it's impossible for God to lie. Faith's believing that blessed be God, greater is He that is in me than He that's in the world. Faith believes, hallelujah, that I am more than a conqueror through Him who lives in me. Amen? Faith believes, thanks be unto God who always causes me to be in victory. Always. He don't never cause me to fail. Now you may hear some preacher telling that lie, how God will put something on you to teach you something. That's a lie spewed out of hell. Amen? Amen. What God put on you, the best He's got. It's His good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. So, which one are you trusting in? You trusting in God's kingdom or the world's kingdom? You have to make up your mind. Well, I don't know how to operate out of the kingdom of God. Well, that's why He sent you this New Testament. Learn the kingdom principles. Learn the kingdom rule. I got 10 or 15 tapes in there on the kingdom of God. You need, every one of you ought to have two or three of them. Pass them out. Tell folks about the kingdom. The good news. Amen? God put a cancer on you ain't good news. God wants you to have arthritis. That ain't good news. God wants you to be down and out and broke and not have anything. That ain't good news. First thing Jesus ever preached, He said, The Spirit of the Lord's on me for He's anointed me to preach good news to the poor. What's good news to a poor man? You don't have to be poor no more. You can get in the kingdom. You can get the kingdom blessing. Hallelujah. I like this kingdom stuff, folks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to Ephesians. Ephesians, the second chapter. Second chapter. Hallelujah. Ephesians, the second chapter, first verse. And you hath he quickened or made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin. You were. You ain't now. Where in times past, what'd you do? And when you lived in the world, before you got into the kingdom of God, where in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power there, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Amplified Bible. Now listen Said in which at one time, you walked habitually. In other words, you had a habit of doing something. What did you have a habit of doing? You were following the course and fashion of this world. How many of you know you can't tell most Christians from the world? I've asked folks, have you ever been saved? Oh, that's too precious for me to talk about. I know it is, because you don't even know what you got. You're ashamed to let folks know you're a Christian. You know, before I got saved... I did not, I couldn't say, that's a Christian, that's a Christian, that's a Christian. Couldn't tell them. I didn't see nobody trying to act like Jesus. Amen. Amen. Jesus is your only example. Amplified goes on. It said, in which at one time you walked habitually and were followers of the course and fashion of this world, run the sway and tendency of this present age. 
live just like everybody else. Who live, it goes on to say at the end of it, who go, who go against the purpose of God. Do you know the world system's direct opposite from the world God system? Huh? Barclay, Baptist theologian, said you lived an earth-born life. One said, in accordance with the habits of this present world. Now listen to living Bible. You went along with a crowd and were just like all the rest of them. You went along with a crowd. Crowd does this. They believe this. I go along with everything they do. Hallelujah. We even accept homosexuals in the church. Fellow in Tennessee said, you know, half my church is homosexuals. I started telling my, does that include you? But I didn't. I, I want homosexuals to come here. I want them to come here because I got something greater than homosexual. I can offer you something better than that. I can take a man and make a man out of you. I can cast that devil out of you and bless God, your voice will change and you'll speak like a man. God don't make sissies. You know, a spine is a terrible thing to waste. You know that? That's a terrible thing to waste. What we're talking about ain't for no wimp. You know, Hollywood portrays a Christian. You know who they'll go get? They'll go get Don Knotts or Wally Cox or some little old wimp. You ever seen Clark Gable playing a, 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 a preacher? What about John Wayne? You ever seen? No, they, they picture, their picture of a Christian is a wimp. I'm ashamed to be called a, a Christian like they group us in with the rest of these folks. You know, God never called you a Christian anyway. He called you a believer. Them heathens named us Christians. Over at Antioch, they first called Christians over there. They trying to cast out devils and do all this. Said, them's Christians. They trying to act like Christ. I ain't acting like Christ. I am like Christ. He's made me. Romans 8, 29 said, you were predestined to be conformed to the exact image of the Lord Jesus, that he'd be the firstborn among many brothers. How'd he make you? Make you just like Jesus. He poured you into his mold. He was the pattern. You ever seen someone take a newspaper and cut out something and cut out and cut and work with it and pull it out there? Every one of them paper dolls looked the same. You know you look just like Jesus? Ephesians 2.10 said you were created in Christ. See, I'm in the kingdom. He, Jesus said, they said, when's the kingdom coming, Lord? He said it don't come with outward observation. He said, the world ain't going to believe none of this unless they see it or hear it. He said, my kingdom is not of this world. He said, my kingdom is within you. Everything God wants you to be is in you. He's well pleased with you. If he ain't, he ain't got nobody to blame but you or himself because he made you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Barclay translates that second verse. 
said you live lives an earthbound life. Said you lived an earthbound life. One said, accordance with the habits of this present world. Living Bible said you went along with the crowd and were just like all the rest of them. New Berkeley said you was in line with the ways of this world system. See, 2 Corinthians 4, 4 said Satan's a god of this world system. He don't own the earth. He don't own heaven. He don't own the cattle on a thousand hills. He don't own the gold and silver, but he's got a system out there of how you have to fight and struggle to get, up, get along in the world where you're scrapping, trying to uh, amount to something. Bless God, God's already lifted you up out of a horrible pit and a miry clay and set you on high. He wants you living out of heaven, praise God. You couldn't ask for a better deal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you tell most Christians from the world, do you have to ask them, are they a Christian? How come? They ain't living out of the kingdom. When they get sick, most of them living from check to check, paycheck to paycheck. Their family's just as messed up. They don't have no joy. Most of them Christians I know, head longs of Shetland pony. How goes the battle? Always fighting something. And us faith people, we always fighting the devil. Why you don't fight the devil when he's whooped? Why are you concerned about him? He ain't nothing. He's been defeated. He's under your feet. Well, Satan put that on. He ain't put diddly on you. He ain't got the ability to. Unless you let him. He's the master of deception. Ephesians. Well... Hold your finger right there and turn over to the fourth chapter of Ephesians. Y'all getting anything out of this? Praise God. You can tell I'm excited about this stuff, can't you? Now, I'm excited about this. And I want you to be just excited that God's offer you the best deal in the whole universe. He couldn't give you a better deal. Ephesians 4, 17. This I say, and therefore testify in the Lord... He's writing this to Christians. Say, filled with the Holy Ghost, tongue talking. He said, this I say and testify in the Lord that you henceforth, don't do this, walk like other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Amplified Bible said, you must no longer live as the heathen. Well, you know, if you're born again, you can still live like a heathen. No, he wouldn't have wrote it down. Walcott, I like Walcott's translation. Said they live, said they live off-centered. They live off-centered. Don't live off-centered. You know the world's ways off-centered? New English Bible said, I urge you, give up living like the pagans with their good-for-nothing notions. With well, a good for nothing. You know, we got a system out there of counseling with people and trying to talk people in, into doing what's right. We send them to jail and call them, we're going to rehabilitate them. All they do is teach somebody how to be a better crook. Amen. We got a world, I'm telling you, it's off centered. Their thinking ain't right. We'll send them. 
we'll send them. Well, they need to go to counseling. I read sometimes, Dear Abby, and she don't know how to do anything, don't know how to answer somebody. So well, y'all need to take up counseling. I ain't never seen nobody counsel somebody. You know how many people I counsel? I don't counsel with folks in my office. How come? If they don't come to church, they ain't, ain't no use me trying to talk them into something. Talk them quit, not to quit their husband or wife or something. Ain't no use me trying to do that. Try to talk someone into doing something right. I ain't fixing to. Hallelujah. I'm offering the best thing going. What is the kingdom of God? God wants you in this thing. So, well, I don't love my wife no more. Well, ask God to restore the love and he'll do it. Yeah, but I don't want him to. Well, that's what I figured. Yeah, that's what I figured. I'm doing way better preaching than y'all amen in this morning. He said, I, I urge you, quit living off center. Do you know when you're living out of the kingdom, you're living in the center of the perfect will of Almighty God. Hallelujah, where He can get you everything, where He can provide for you, meet you every need, heal you, set you free, that you can wake up and you won't have to wonder where your children are. Turn back to Ephesians, the second chapter. Third verse. He said, don't live like them folks. Third verse. Among whom also we all had our lifestyle, our conversation. Times past, had we had lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath. That's who you were. But God, who is rich in mercy, and for his great love, wherein he loved us. When you was a heathen. When you was a heathen. Unconditional love. Wants to give you everything. You ever been in love with somebody? Well, that's what God, he's in love with you. Amen. Austin knows I love him. I'll do anything. He knows I will. I'll help him any kind of way. He don't, he don't have no doubt. And I know he loves me. If he got something I know, I'll tell him. I need such stuff. I don't mind, I don't, no doubt about it. But I'm in love with my wife. Well, what's the difference? I done give her everything I got. Well, God's in love with you, and he's done give you the kingdom. You just got to learn how to operate. You got to find out how to operate in his system. Amen. Hallelujah. Fifth verse. Even when we were dead in sins, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace you saved. Sixth verse. And hath, he ain't going to, he hath raised you up together and made you what? Sit in the heavenly places with Christ. How many know you done been raised up? You're sitting in heavenly places. Amplified, said in the heavenly sphere. You're in the heavenly realm. Walcott said, with Christ, a place of supreme. Supreme over everything. Good news. He has raised us up with Him to rule with Him in, he in the heavenly world. Well, you're already in the heavenly world. God said, I want you to handle it down there. That's what he told Adam in the beginning. I make you the God of that world. Handle the world down there. I'll take care of heaven. 
He wants you ruling and reigning at your house. What do you mean? Dominating people? No, ruling them in love. Praise God. In the sphere of heaven. In the realm of heaven. You've been raised up. You're in the heavenly realm. You're seated in it right now. In the region of heaven. In the world of heaven. In the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of heaven now. Now, 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 now. Jesus said, I'm running around. I'm living out of heaven right now. How did he do it? He found out about the kingdom. He found the place where it's written. He didn't wake up one day and say, my God, I'm the son of God. He found the place where it's written. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Well, glory. Hallelujah. He, t- he said in the 14th chapter of John, he said, the world ain't going to believe what I'm telling you. He said, they ain't going to believe it unless they can see it or hear it or were taught it by the world. Amen. You know, the world's got a way of teaching you things. Amen. It don't line up with what God's got. Amen. They won't believe it unless they see it and hear it. See, faith is believing God. It's believing God and the unseen realities. You got to find your place where He sits in the kingdom of God. Peace, joy, health, prosperity, all this, all this in the kingdom of God. You got to find where it says that in there and get what's yours. See, faith believes. What's faith believe? It believes in the unseen realities. When you can see it, you don't have to believe for it. You got it. Amen? Well, God's got it already. God's already reserved for you in the heavenly realm. It's already set aside. It's already yours right now. Now your faith must reach out there in that unseen and bring it over here in the scene. How do I do that? Just trust in God. I start saying it. I start acting on it. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, faith believes God lives in me. Faith believes I live in God. 1 Corinthians 6, 17 said, He that's joined the Lord's one spirit, not two spirits. If you've got more than one spirit in you, come up here after service and I'll cast some of them out. You ain't got but one spirit. The spirit of God overtook your spirit. Now you and the Lord are one spirit. 1 Corinthians 6, 17, he's joined the Lord's one spirit. Praise God, praise God, praise God. 1 Peter 2, 21 said, Jesus left us an example that we should follow in his steps. We ought to be living out of the kingdom. Jesus showed us an example how to live out of heaven. John 3, 13, he said, I live out of heaven. I'm here in this earth, but I'm living out of heaven. John 10, 30, you know what he said? He said, I and my Father are one. Didn't say he was two. He is the Father. And I, no, we're one. We're one. How did he know that? He found the place where it's written. Amen. How many of you know you're the vine, he's the vine, you are the branch? How many of you know greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world system? Amen. Turn with me, if you will, to the 17th chapter of Big John, and we'll close. Some of you looking at me batting like a 
cow out a new gate or something. Hallelujah. Like, what is he saying? My God, been teaching on this 15 weeks. Like I done sprung something new on you. John, the 17th chapter. Look in the 21st verse. When you get it, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the prayer of Jesus. Reckon he can get his prayer answered? Poor thing. Reckon he can get them answered? He said, Lord, that they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. How many know he wants God to be one in you just like he was in Jesus Christ? The word as, that they may be, all may be one as, in the same way, the same degree, in the same condition. Do you know little John 4, 17 said, as he is right now, so are you in this world. Christians don't know it. They run around trying to get God to do something for them. They think prayers, asking God for something. Well, you don't ask him something he's already give you. He's done give you the kingdom. You ought to claim what's yours and thank him for it. That they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. That they also may be one in us. In union with Almighty God. That's what the kingdom's done for you. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Does the heathens believe you are sent by God? <laughs> huh? You acting like God? Have you died and your old man gone and your new life hid with Christ in God? In the kingdom of Almighty God. Here it is. He's offering it to you. What are you going to do? You going to accept it? What are you going to do? Amen. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Praise God.